do you want to do the uh, Christmas wheel spin? Yeah, let's do we oh Christmas wheel spin. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah Remember yeah. last year we did it. Did we? And we ended up talking about Star Trek Six the whole time because we oh, don't that's like right. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas sucks anyway, so we're like, ah, we're gonna talk about Star talk Trek. About Star Trek. <laughs> but we'll let the wheels decide. Okay, let's do it. Um, so we're gonna do a wheel spin. Do do we have to do the welcome to the eighties and nineties uncensored? I guess. Okay, right. right, let's do it. Welcome to the eighties and nineties uncensored. Your weekly dose of nostalgia. And I am Milo Dennison. I'm Jamie Fenderson, and we're going to do a wheel spin plus Christmas. It's our Christmas Just like last year. spin. That's our Christmas tradition now is because we don't even like Christmas. So we let the wheels decide what we're going to talk about. And we usually talk about something more fun than just Christmas because Christmas is kind of like we're, we're, we're a couple Grinches. So we're going to pick the year first. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Oh, uh, 1986. This wheel loves the 80s. It does. We never get. I put the. You see, I have the 90s on there. I know, but it never picks them. But it's because it, it's random. Mm, okay, random. now we're gonna pick our uh, subject, our topic. Okay. Video games. Ooh, okay, video games from 86. All right, and then. Our segment is we get to choose. So we can choose okay. like a list of four, retrospective, whatever we want to do. But somehow we got to make it Christmas. Christmassy. Somehow video game Christmassy. 1986, video games Christmas. So All right. off we are into the future for our Christmas episode. Here we go. <laughs> So that you're getting ready? No, we're back in the future. That's my oh, that's, that's my sparkly right. sound. Oh yes, the the travel thing. Sorry, I thought that was your vocal warm ups before the episode starts recording. But like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, ooh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> warm up for podcast. Yes, we're back. So today we're going to do a retrospective of video games 1986. Mm-hmm. Because we, it's Chris. It's supposed to be kind of a Christmas thing, and I don't know about you, but in 1986, I was definitely playing video games on Christmas. Yeah, although I don't believe I had a video game system in '86. No, so we're poor kids. So we didn't get it any <laughs> like an NES for Christmas, right? And some of our younger friends might be like, "Well, if you didn't get one for Christmas, how could you even be playing it on Christmas?" So how how, how do we how do how do we pull that off? Yeah, kids. So back in the day, what you had to do in order to play video games, if you didn't have a video game system, is you would rent it. So a lot of people, younger generation, have no idea about this, but everybody knows video stores, uh, even though they might not have never been to one anymore. But at the same kind of place, you could go and rent NES. Oh, yeah, and right. you get your game, you rent a few games to go with it. You could just rent games too if you had an NES and mm-hmm. wanted to rent games. Uh, but yeah, that's what us poor kids do. So you'd go, you rent a video game system on a Friday and uh, keep it through the weekend and return it like Sunday or evening or something like that. Play your video games. That's that's how the poor kids did it. Yeah. But if you're thinking like Blockbuster or Hollywood video, we're, we're not talking about that because before 
uh, Blockbuster and before Hollywood Video, those big chain stores, it used to be like these little mom and pops. Mm -hmm. And they weren't all clean and flashy. They were kind of ghetto ass, like... (laughs) They had a musty smell and you go in and there, there's a, maybe their dog is like hanging out at, at the counter with them and because they own the store. Yeah. Or like, hey, how's it going? And, and it's full of like all these VHSs and, 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 and it, uh, you know, you may or may not get the latest release, but you could rent a Nintendo, the whole system and some games from this little mom and pops. And do you remember these little mom and pops even had the room with the, with the bead door? Yeah, the adults oh. video room. And so, yeah, so it's the back room and it always had those like, yeah, what are the hanging bead things or whatever yeah, they the are? Hanging bead, the wooden beads or something. Yeah, so that people could walk through and have you gotta, privacy. You gotta block the view with the with the hanging bead door. <laughs> yeah, why well, they looked up their adult videos and decided what they were going to rent. Yeah. And then inevitably you were there, right? And, and you're looking for like your Nintendo games or the latest release or maybe the schlock you know, direct a video, you turn around and suddenly your friend's dad walks out of the, out of the beans. <laughs> Luckily like, oh, that never what's happened. Up, Mr. <laughs> Timmy's dad. <laughs> I see you. He'd look at you like, we'll keep like, this between oh, us. Shit. What do I do? I pretend I don't see him. Do I just walk along? <laughs> they just keep walking. Like, okay. I just was looking to see what was in there. This yeah, is, a, this is into the, a, <laughs> Debbie does Denver some shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ah, oh, the good old days. Uh, yeah, in Spokane, they had a store called Hastings, and they actually had a few of them. And they had videos that you could rent and buy and stuff. And it was actually kind of a large store. They sold other electronics and stuff too, but that was the big one that we used to go to and rent our game systems from was Hastings. Uh, they went out of business, of course, in late two th- in early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, I, I miss those little mom and pop stores and they didn't last long too long because you know blockbusters and stuff but a lot of them did because even blockbuster didn't really rent video games yeah that's what i said i don't remember blockbuster ever renting video game systems i think did they rent games but not systems later they might have rented games i I don't ever remember them renting like the whole system no i remember anytime we rented a system we either went to hastings or like you said one of those small mom and pop places yeah that's where we'd rent our nes from and it was always so, the NES too. Like, I don't think they ever rented any other game systems. Like there was never a Sega or an Atari or anything like that. It was always I the was NES. about to segue into that. That's perfect yeah. because I was, I was going to say that it was always an NES because the NES was released the year prior. Mm-hmm. And 1986, that was kind of it. That NES was the shit, right? So according to this list here, it was the best-selling home system by far. The the second was like even way under that, the Commodore 64 and a bunch of other things. And then Atari had some kind of system that was at the bottom of this list. So Nintendo, the NES owned 1986. Like it was the it was the huge rage. Um, so I don't remember anything other than the NES in 1986. That was it. Through the rest of the 80s, really hit like when it, yeah, when it was released, what, 85? Yep. Into 86, everybody wanted it because it's like, oh, the NES. And then you hit into hit 88, 89. There wasn't any other. I mean, the, the Sega wasn't, wasn't as popular or anything. Like, I mean, we I don't even a, know if they had the a Sega had a system in 86. Oh, they well, did. They did. Remember we did our Sega versus. Uh, yeah. It was called the Sega SG-1000 Master System. 
And it was very minuscule. It was very small compared to the NES. So yeah, it was all about the NES. But and, and they had good games, right? And in '86 too, arcades. I mean, if we're going to talk video gaming from 1986, arcades. That's what. That's where I played video games at. I'd you know take my Christmas money or birthday money or whatever. Uh, me and friends would go get a bunch of quarters because everything you know cost quarters. You'd cash it out and you'd sit there and you'd play your video games forever playing Pac-Man or whatever games you could get. They had asteroids. Space Command. Yeah, arcades were nice too because it's kind of a getaway. Like it's your, yeah. it's a, it's a world you can go to, not your home, not your school. You could just get out, get out of the shitty world you might be in, go to the arcade and be in your own, be in your own world, man. It was arcade. a hangout for kids. It was a cool hangout for kids too because you know it wasn't like some cracked in or anything like that it's kind of your cool hangout for your kids that want to play video games and you know look at the girls and talk about the girls but not actually talk to the girls because you're chicken shit right exactly Uh (laughs) uh-huh like oh my god there's a girl here look look everybody there's a girl go talk to her no i can't i'm too scared no and then you'd make fun of your friends what you pussy can't go chicken why don't you go talk to her then oh maybe i already did you just don't know I didn't want to talk to her. I mean, she's not my type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my son's birthday was uh, last month, and he went to this arcade. I, f- I forget GameWorks in Seattle, downtown Seattle. Oh, did it open back up? Because it was closed for a while. It was closed for a while. It opened back up. Yeah, I thought it was closed forever, but they they opened back up and have new games, and it's it's a lot of fun, right? And yeah, it's like there. way bigger than any of the arcades we ever we're at well, yeah, it's but it was an event right it's 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 always an event to go there whereas the arcades back in the old days they were just kind of around yeah usually like in a strip mall maybe you know yeah, like the outdoor strip mall was one the, of the even units. the pizza place was yeah. kind of an arcade in and of itself because it just had a buttload of new like video games and you could just go to arcades or places that kind of acted as arcades and it was kind of just even the poor town poor neighborhoods we grew up in had them yeah and now it seems like it's a it's more of an event it's like you got to plan this shit now. Well, now Whereas it's before you just say, hey, I got some quarters going to the arcade. Peace out, skateboards. Yung. Well, and the uh, the place in Seattle there it has like uh, those little, you know, other things too, like carnival type stuff, you know, the basketball shooty hoop thing and some of those quite intricate games where you sit in it and you're surrounded by visuals and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. Some stuff. of them yeah. are really high tech, like almost yeah. like um, what? B- 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 Disney rides or something. Yeah, yeah, like VR systems and stuff, but yeah. Jamie, do you remember back in the 80s and 90s when you had to keep your files on floppy disks? Dude, totally. And then losing the disks or having them break and everything is gone. Yeah, I'm glad we don't have to do that anymore. Thanks to cloud storage. Absolutely. With companies like Ganso.io, we can simply drag and drop files into our reliable and fast cloud storage. And with end-to-end encryption, we don't have to worry about someone getting access to that spreadsheet of best 80s hairbands we are creating. When it comes to collaboration like we need, we can access those files from a mobile device, tablet, or computer. Ganzo.io offers a free plan with 5 gigs of storage to start, so users can try it out first. And they are currently offering special launch deals with heavily discounted storage plans. And if you're not satisfied, they offer a 14-day money-back guarantee for a full refund. 80s and 90s Uncensored listeners, give it a try. 
for an affordable and reliable solution to solve your file sharing issues in a secure and easy to use method instead of digging through your desk for that disk or hard drive that might or might not still work. Visit Ganzo.io to find out more. Speaking of pizza and my favorite w- w- was always when you go to Pizza Hut because they always had the sit down and then it was just one or two at the Pizza Hut. And it was usually Donkey Kong and maybe Pac-Man or Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong was usually one of the games and it was like the sit down thing. It had the glass top in front of it and then just the little controller. So that way you could have your little soda in your red plastic cup and play Donkey Kong while you waited for your pizza. Yeah, those are those uh, arcade, those early 80s arcade cocktail tables yeah i actually had one I got, I got rid of it but it was a replica and it had like maybe 50 of those old school arcades on it oh that's cool yeah i i i, I could i still have my friend has it in his like garage hangout i left it with him because i just don't have a lot of room but yeah that's the old arcade cocktail tables yeah those are cool or were cool they were cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> back in the day uh, and I, I, we should mention too, since I mentioned Donkey Kong, that came out in 86, didn't it? Well, it or came sort out of. on the NES in 86. 86. Exactly. Not that. So arcade. I think according to, it's really hard to figure out when stuff came out and when it didn't actually. So, which is so games. weird. Like you think like generally there's really, you look up music, right? When did such and such band come out with such and such CD? And it's like released in such and such. And you look up video games and you're like, well, you got the North America release, the Japanese release. And even sometimes you go to one site and it's like Donkey Kong released on Nintendo in 86. And then another site, it's Donkey Kong released on Nintendo in 85 and Donkey Kong. And you're like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. How is this not tracked? Like, yeah, but according to this, a lot of those early 80 arcade, because they didn't have in 86, they still didn't have a lot of new games. No. So they kind of re-released like the old Donkey Kongs and the old Mario Brothers arcade from like the early 80s so that they'd have something to 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 have like release. Put on their Nintendos. But then according to some sources, like some of the huge games that even younger people might know nowadays like uh the legend of zelda and metroid and and mario brothers 2 which was huge yeah um those came out in 86 gauntlet came out in 1986 um what else do we have we have the the tag um, team wrestling yeah that was a tag that was team. one of the ones that i would rent when i would rent the nes oh, i love tag i love those wrestling games they're yeah, so great any of the wrestling ones not even just that one but yeah any of the good wrestling ones you'd always want to rent yeah ghosts and goblins was a big one see i don't remember uh, that one i looked it up today i love yeah, that one from our list one of my here, favorites yeah paperboy surely you must remember paper i do boy. remember paperboy that was fun i remember a friend of my parents had an NES. And so of course, whenever they'd go over to his house to like the kids, uh, we'd just sit in his like room and play on his video game system. Cause we didn't care about them, like drinking in the living room kind of stuff. And he had the paper boy one and be like, yeah, paper boy. You're going down, you're throwing papers at things. That's literally the game. You're just riding your bicycle you're down the street. You're bike throwing papers at people delivering papers, but yeah. you can also like, go through their window or whatever. <laughs> Worst paper boy ever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why it was so fun. It was a stupid game. <laughs> it's a stupid game. Like you don't really do much, but there's just, yeah, it worked. It worked. There was another one called Kung Fu, which I loved because you're just going around kicking ass and that's kind of it. Kicking and punching, kicking everybody's ass. And you go multiple levels like up, 
up and down and you're just going around kicking ass. That was also on the arcade. That was an arcade version of that too that I loved. Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the shiznit, dude. Well, because the arcade games, I mean, back then, the arcade games had the, were big and they had the processing power to give you a bit more that you could do with them. You get the home system and it's usually just a side scroller or, you know, going up shooting kind of stuff. You couldn't do a whole lot. And the graphics, of course, weren't nearly as good. Uh, so with the, the fighting games and stuff, they were always better to play at the arcade. Oh, yeah. But I think the flexibility that something like the NES gave you was was kind of cool and new. I mean, we had the like the Atari twenty six hundred before. Yep. But that I mean, after a little while, you're like, how long can you really pong this action, right? And Pac Man, as much as you love it, I think I've eaten enough of those little pills. I think I'm going to go outside now. <laughs> the NES is like, there's so much to do. There's so many games. I'm never leaving the house again. Yeah, I'm going to get fat and just play NES, and 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 that's it. And the only time I'm going to leave is when I go to the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm, I'm done playing, my my mother says, "Get out of the house." So I'm like, "Okay, I'll take my money and go to the arcade." <laughs> Get out of the house. Go staring at the TV. Fine. Going to the arcade. Well, and in that way, it's like I get on my son because I, I call his phone his e-crack pipe. Mm-hmm. And I'm call- I have a curfew on it now. You have to give it to me at 8, 8, 8 p.m. Because he's addicted to it. All these kids are addicted to their oh, e-crack, totally, right? Yeah. yeah. A buddy of mine, his kid is the same way. Like every time I'm at his house or we're around him, like the kid's just on his phone, you know? And it's just like, it's back it up. And, and here's the difference, though. So, my son's telling me, hey, dad, so you basically grew up watching television. You're, you you know so many theme songs. It's scary and sad. <laughs> That's you, the appropriate you, response to, dad, you're scary and sad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you can kick my friend's ass at the arcade and like stuff like Street Fighter 2 because you're so good at those. I know you played all those old school video games all the time. So, what's the difference between that and... Um, me smoking my e-crack on my phone all the time. And I said, dude, let me tell you one big difference. The television and the NES was like a fire that the clan could gather around, right? Because usually, almost usually I'm either I'm watching TV or I'm playing NES with my friends or even my mom was huge. She was the Mario brothers queen, dude. We had neighborhood kids come in our house wanting to see my mom. Cause she knew the secrets about Mario and shit. That, that's how, that's how good she was at Mario brothers. Right. But it was kind of still a communal thing. It was like the fire that y'all gather around your e-crack smartphone, e-crack pipe, that that's not a that's not a communal thing. That's a very selfish thing. It's like a torch that you go around and this is my torch and nobody's gonna even come close to my torch. And I'm gonna pay attention to my torch and you know everybody else can suck it. It's not a communal fire, it's a torch. It's a selfish me torch. That's the big difference. It's a good point, because the bet the best time you have playing your NES or at the arcade is when your friend's there. Yeah. And you're, you're, you're playing together. That's what made it fun much more than anything else was that uh, the competition, or even if you're on the plane on the same tide against the machine or against other people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. that yeah. And, and same with TV, like weekend comes around, your, your friends, like I'm going to spend the night at Milo's house, or I'm going to spend the night at so-and-so's house. And what do you do? You yeah, rent a movie and you watch TV. And it's like the fire for your community. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a great fire, but it, 
at least it's still a communal thing. But then his response is, well, I'm chatting with friends all the time. I'm like, you're not really though. You're, you're not really, you're, you're, you're chatting with a representation of your friend. You're chatting like with an avatar of what your friend is, but you're not really, you're not really talking. You're not spending any time with your friend. Well, is there an actual person on the other end though? I mean, they're, they're kind of chatting with their friends. Well, not really, but think about this. Mm -hmm. You, you and I are talking right now. Yeah. You and I are talking now. This is an electronic thing, but we're, we're still speaking with, with him. They don't ever actually speak. They got the texting and we chatty, whatever it is. It's all this chat stuff. And the way, if you look at it, cause I do look through his shit because I'm his father. Right. And I'm going to, I told him if, if there's stuff on your phone, I shouldn't see, then it shouldn't be on there. Right. Be like, you need to figure out how to hide that from me. Keep in yeah. mind, I'm a tech savvy father. Yeah. So I know how to look that shit up. I knew. How. Yes. Right. <laughs> I do though. Uh -huh. I used to hide my stuff from my parents. You need to do the same properly. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep, so, exactly. But I look through it and you would never, I would never speak to you like they chat to like, I don't, it's so, it's weird and curt and short and all this weird weirdness, the, right? Everything's abbreviated and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's this strange kind of new speak. It's very Orwellian. Yeah. So I, that's, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you're not really engaging or at least you're, you're engaging at a very simple reptilian brain level. But when we're hanging out playing NES and we're snacking on our Doritos, that that's that's more like mammalian brain action. Yeah, maybe. it's a bit more social. I mean, you're not outside like running around and stuff like that. These kids nowadays, <laughs> they don't know how terrible so they have it. Damn kids! Remember back in our day, we got Nintendo and arcades, yeah. and you know, you run around. We had Commando and what term? You know, tag team wrestling. <laughs> yeah. But it was more and yeah, like like my son, he he's kind of a social guy, but he he has to really work at getting people to hang out, his friends to get go out and hang out. Like it's a chore now. Um, because all the things that you you know, back in the nineteen eighty six on Christmas, you and I would be getting together because we'd have to. Yeah. Because I got the last NES from Bob's video store. Or you got a new game. But for, for them, they can just get online, play video games with each other, like instantly from across the planet, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's nice in one way, that the fact that you can do that, but there is a difference because, yeah, your Christmas break in 86 would have been like hanging out with your friends, be like, oh, what game did you get? Oh, cool. Let's play it. Uh, that kind of stuff. So if they had games or if you had games or if you had anything or once again, you Christmas money. What do you do with your Christmas money? Let's go to the arcade. You know, we got time until we, we're still on Christmas break. Let's go to the arcade. Let's go to the mall. We'll walk around the mall for a while. Which had an arcade. <laughs> yep. And then we'll go to the arcade. Good uh, times. Yeah. 1986 video 1986. Games. Around the Christmas time video games. That's our spiel about it. Good old days of know, Christmas. Uh, what you were doing. What video games were you playing in 1986? What and did you play anything besides the NES? Like, I'd like to hear back from some of our friends out in internet land. Like, we talk about NES all the time, but did anybody have a Commodore? Did anybody have a Famicom? Did anybody have a 
Sega SG one thousand Master System. <laughs> I want, I want somebody that has that to call to reach out to us. If you have yeah. one, of those, let us know. Uh, you know, if you want, we'll even let you be a guest on the podcast. You can talk about. It. <laughs> yeah, you let us know. Yeah, that'd you'll be, be the next guest. We, exactly. we promise. If you if you actually had a Sega SG one thousand Master System, you're our next guest. So. There you go. You can come on the show at info at the eighties and nineties dot com. Well, go to the 80s and 90s.com. Check out our about page. You can learn a little bit more about us. And there's a little contact form there. Check us out there and just let us know if you had one of those Sega SG-1000 Master Systems. <laughs> I think that'd be sweet. I would totally love to talk to somebody that had one of those. That'd be badass. Uh, and of course, social media, uh, the 80s and 90s com. You can reach us on there as well. So this is our Christmas episode. So we will wish you a happy Christmas if you celebrate Christmas or a happy whatever holiday you are celebrating. For us, we won't because we're old and bitter. So we will say we are out of here like our love of Christmas. We had it in 86, but lost it somewhere along the way. Goodbye. Where are you, Christmas? Where are you, Christmas?